This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. I'm Joe Beardsall. I'm Carlo van der Watering. And this is Red All Over versus... The Reds Report. This is for the fans. The Vibe. You're listening to The Reds Report. Sponsored by theterracestore.com Where customers are more than just an order number. Oh, we said versus, really, Carlo. It's just me and you having a breakfast here <laughs> <and you're> catching <laughs> up. <laughs> Your breakfast is bigger. Doesn't mean you've won now, or I don't think so. I think it means I'm putting more on the more on the belly, mate. It's great to see you, bud. Obviously, um, six years it's been since we teamed up originally yeah. on Dern FM to launch Red All Over. You know, players come have gone, owners come have gone, names of stands have come and gone. But yeah, Red All Over, Red Report, still going strong. We are. Yeah. Uh, are we? Are we? Are we right in saying we're the original? Podcasters, I guess, in a way. I mean, I think I've done nine years. How many you? We've done yeah, stint, I mean, we? you know, you, 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 you were doing doing. A, you were live radio. You were like, you know, the holy grail where we wanted to get to. And then and I sent you a message six years ago tomorrow. I sent you a message saying, you know, we want to go a different direction. Is there any chance? And then you worked your magic, or if you bribed people, or anyway, <laughs> doing a film red all over was born. And it's I don't not know. begged them bribed. I just begged the producer <laughs> to let us have red all over, basically. <laughs> And then, I, I don't know how long, quite a few months, wasn't it? Highlight being, obviously, Conor Horan in the, stu- in the studio with us. And then uh, Chris Mason and myself then went to the club and started it here. And obviously, you read all over to go from strength to strength to strength. And, you know, I'll tell you, it, it's, it's the only other Barnsley FC-themed YouTube channel that I watch, I'll be honest. So. Well, let's not upset anybody. <laughs> anyway, we've got to get into his breakfast. We're at the Falco Round in uh, the town centre if you're, if you're watching um, you'll see that if you're listening uh, yeah. where, can, where can people find it if they want to listen to it because uh, we've got a lot of people who like to listen to your podcast as well yeah definitely it's an audio boom at forward slash Reds Report and it'll be on there 
Great stuff. We're going to get into his breakfast and then we'll get into some football chat. I like you it. Reds. Well, Joe, I, um, I, I was looking through my phone the other day. It's, it's exactly six years ago tomorrow that I sent you a message from the Reds report who were on We Are Barnsley Radio to say, you know, the station wanted to go in a different direction. Is there anything? Can you pull any strings? at Dern FM, when it was Dern FM. So um, six years ago, and that was the, the birth of, of Red all over, really, wasn't it? I'm just looking at your face and thinking, for those who are listening on the podcast and not see this, I'm thinking, have you got more wrinkles than me now? Who's, who's, who's winning? Anyway, I mean, it was really nice. Serious, so <laughs> I'll just yeah, 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 quickly tell you well. You know, you're having a good, good session. Keep us out here. Steve can do it on his own. But it, it's, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because um, Dern FM did the regular commentary. You know, we started on... YMCA Radio Barnsley, 50 listeners bandwidth. Once it got to 50, nobody else could, could listen to it. And now, you know, podcast, video channels, I mean, the, the, you know, the very, can I say, up and coming, but not all of them maybe stay or last, because it, 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 you put a lot of time into this, don't you? Yeah. Time. I mean, we've, we've, we've got people listening as far as Holland, which we know is, you know, miles away. <laughs> Big up to Holland. Mum, I said <laughs> Red's report. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I think the great thing is, is to see that, you know, I just, I'm just so glad to be here because we we, life's busy. We don't get a chance to catch up, and you know, sorry, we're having a bit of a bromance here between the two. Obviously, yeah, you've, yeah, you've, you've done your thing with Steve. I've, I've got no, Alan and Josh. Done me after the breakfast. Steve's really annoyed because we've all just been for breakfast, and he was a little bit late, and he, th- he thought we were we were waiting for him, but no, actually, he was just waiting at the garrison. Shall we talk about football, lads? What, what's yeah, on the agenda? Well, what we're going to talk about? The reason I wanted to do a sort of joint, you know, Reds all over report or whatever. Is because you know we had a uh, a very traumatic and shocking season both on and off the pitch last season. That's done. Um, <laughs> changes were promised. It, it it feels like everything's going the right way. You know the makeup of the board, a manager who was, was English. Uh, we, we've got signings in before players left, and it just felt like a really good time to just join forces as a one-off and celebrate the fact that we seem to be getting back on track. Yeah, definitely. Um... Duffy's Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland, I know what you mean though, he's obviously English experience, yep. I think it's exciting isn't it to see that, it's weird though because like a month ago I was doing something for the Ipswich guys who are obviously ahead of the season um, yesterday and I was saying to them a month ago we were all so down in the dumps, we were all like what the heck's happening yeah. Reg, you know what I mean? And suddenly now we're all like, yeah, we're going to get promoted. Michael Duff's the man. <laughs> you well, know? I think we still expected probably going down the uh, foreign manager route. We were all, you know, we were frightened to death, really, weren't we? That that's what we're going to happen. But let's let's face it. You know, we don't. You don't always get what you wish for. But it seems as though that we have. We're young, English, up and coming, knowledge at leagues, and you know, two man, uh, two club man. What more could you ask for? And it's great going back to basics. That's what we need. That's it. Plus, also, by getting sure to Conway and, and Lee, I was not had anything to do with it now. They're still on the board as such, but no no input. It's the club now are getting back to forming relationships with those fans, yeah. with the community, with the town. And uh, it's exceptional. And it's what was needed because uh, Barnsley Football Club is a family and it's in our hearts and in our blood yeah and we always give us honest views I know you guys do we yeah. do every season you know we are impartial from the club we obviously support the club but that's yeah, why yeah, we're yeah. always yeah. but yeah. we always give us honest views and I've got to say honestly like this last few weeks uh, months has been a breath of fresh air um, but well, like, they, they want to work with us again as fans and they want to 
include us all. And I think that's great. If, if you just look, because, you know, the, the, the change is on the board and you think, oh, okay, that, that's going the right way. But you need... You need evidence that things are changing. And then they, they appoint Duffy. That's great. Since that appointment, and I know the friendlies, but we've won them. Callum Britton scored for Barnsley. I mean, how I many managers? I was, <laughs> up, I was there and I saw it. You need a T-shirt for that. <laughs> yeah. You definitely need um, a T-shirt for that. And, you know, I was saying earlier, you know, they're obviously, you know, pre-season training. He's having them running without the ball because we said from, from Val's team... To last season, it looked like they, they lost in, in, in fitness, in direction. So, so everything, as fans that we were, have spoken about and that we've seen, seems to be getting addressed, which to me means that they are engaging with us and they want to engage, don't they? they, they you know, we wanted our club back kind of thing and everything just seems to be going in the right way. So it's, it's a great time to be a Barnsley fan. And again. that's going back to when Danny Blanchflower were a Barnsley player he complained that they couldn't touch the football. They were running, running, running. Tim Ward had them running, running, running. Barry Murphy, when we interviewed him for Heritage Project, he says they were running around Monk Breton and Cooney Cross and all that way. And if, if they got caught sneaking through a shortcut, they'd do it even twice more. So we have gone back to our roots. Mm. I mean, they're always welcome to come for me, come with me for a jog, but I don't think I'd keep up. I, I, I <laughs> only ever really walk to the car. <laughs> that far? Uh, really? Uh, for breakfast oh, this morning, oh, oh, Carl. Oh, Give yourself oh, some God, credit. God. No comment. <laughs> um, just a couple of things. We know what players have come in. You know, we've, we've signed another goalkeeper. Um, uh, McCarthy's come in. Luke O'Connell as well. Luke yeah. O'Connell. Players going out. Patrick Schmidt, uh, you know, left. Miller's left. Coley Woodrow, though. Um, I don't know about you, but when, when you do a podcast or a YouTube channel, you know, lots of people listen, uh, lots of people comment. Just honestly, from your two, when Corley left, I thought, you know what, good luck to him. He's going back down south. I don't think I've seen a better servant, a more honor servant. He gave his all. At times, I felt he was put under immense pressure by the manager by putting him deep. I always thought he'd run his blood to water for us, for the cause. I'd... I think it was time for him in you know his next sort of phase in his career. But I I look back at Coley Woodrow as a fantastic servant to the club. The abuse he got on social media, I don't know how, how you felt about that. But what what? I mean, to be fair, social media they all got it, didn't they? And I understand we're playing bad, and you know it's hard with social media because we're fans as well. And your emotions after the game, you want to go on and just say, "What was that?" When when you've just been beat. But I think some of it goes too far and too personal. Um, I don't get the fans who. Well, very much when he made the fickle fans comment, I mean, he messaged me the, the morning after that comment in the press and said, you know, I was talking about the very small minority, not the majority of Barnsley fans who will back me through and through and feel the same upset and frustration that I do. Yeah. Um, I think Corey was a brilliant servant, servant for Barnsley. He showed loyalty when he was when he was at his, his peak and he was scoring goals. He could have easily gone to another team. Yeah. He didn't. He showed loyalty. Um, I think that earned him the captaincy as well through that. Um, and yeah, it's probably the right time for him to leave. It's a real shame it's on this sort of note. I mean, similar to Adam Amel, you yeah. wanted him to leave yeah. after, you know, not after he scored that goal, when we were on a real high, and, and, and both him and, and Adam have, have unfortunately left when it was a low point for the club. But. And he's, he's got 50 goals, hasn't he? So you can't say he's not being a good, bad player, he's been a good player. No, he has been. A loyal, has been. loyal yes. servant to the football club and wish him all the best. And he's gone to Luton and he scored last night for Luton in a pre-season friendly. And good luck to him because I think he gets married next 
next year as well. So all the best to Corley Woodrow. All happening. We're having a joint wedding, me and Corley. <laughs> I don't think he'll be getting married to uh, getting married with me. To be fair. And <laughs> um, is is it fair to say then that you know we've been um, can I say semi excited by the players we have signed? They seem to be promised. I mean, especially the lot from Bristol, the defender, highly rated, you know, young player. And um, is it fair to say that up front is probably where we're hoping? You know, additions will be made because Victor Adebayo, as as it stands, I mean, has he has he accepted the contract offer or what? What it do we know? Look like not I mean, more. there was rumours about Pompey, weren't there? But then it sounds like that might not be going through. So I suppose he's still on the fence with that one. Whether he's going to stay, I, I mean, I I think central midfield. It's all down to whether Josh Benson is going to turn into the player we know he can be. And we've yeah. heard from Burnley fans when he signed how much of a promising talent he was. We've heard now that wait, he's going to come good. I think Michael Duff's pointed, you know, alluded to the fact that he will come good. Whatever happened last season, I don't know whether it was just the situation, COVID, whatever it was, injuries. If he can be the player he can be, maybe not. But for me at the minute, the priority is still an experienced head in midfield. And especially Benson at work, so he got an injury. So he was only casualty. Uh, and he didn't play it other night. So hopefully he, he, he gets fit for the season. We don't know about that. But it, it's good as well that we have got plenty of players in midfield. We, we are loaded. I think we need another, is it uh, right back? I think we need a right back. And for, for striker, we need a, I'd say, six foot two target man. Uh, somebody, if, we, if we're going to play Aiden, Classic Aiden, podcast well, comment. It is, isn't <laughs> it? It is, though. Yeah. If you're playing Aidan Marsh, who's got pace and speed, he's not tall, so we've got to have the balance, haven't we? I, we've, we've often talked about um, you need the John Andre. Paul Wilkinson scenario. We need one that's good at his feet and the other one that can put the ball in. Opposites almost you need in the box. And if, if, if Morris, which I would presume will be our, our main threat front if, if he stays, you need somebody almost opposite, don't you, to sort of to complement him. thing is, though, with that, you're, you're all assuming then that that's the sort of style that Duff plays. Mm. Maybe you don't want to play. Maybe you will play with two mobile strikers that interchange. Um, Aidan Marsh, like you say, yeah, he's quick, very quick. Morris last season, I thought towards end, looked as though he were getting frustrated. Because I think that's why a lot of people slagged would draw off. He got played out of position many, many, many times. He was trying to play right wing, left wing, drop in, go forward. And, and I think that's why his goal scoring did drop off. Uh, I wish him well, obviously. Um, but looking at the team now, I mean, Herbie Kane's got to come back in. I was having a cracking, yeah, a cracking season at Oxford. See, for me, I thought Kane would have gone. Because looking at the club a couple of months ago, he really was the only saleable asset that we had that had done any good, that had done anything really. I mean, you look at Styles, you know, he had a bad season, same as everybody did. But you look at where his money is to recoup the seven million we've lost, you'd be looking at such as Herbie Kane. Obviously, you're looking at Styles, you're looking at Ellick. You know, I, I, I don't kid myself. They're going to go. I'm sure they will. I can't see such as Ellick and Styles stopping because they want to pursue. Their international careers. It depends if the money comes in, though, Steve. I mean, I think Michael Duff said this week in, I saw in Brown's Chronicle, um, Doug was reporting around the fact that it's not in the players' hands, really. It's in the club's hands, yeah. and if the if other teams make the valuation, and that's the thing. In his heads, we all say, Ellick's gone, Styles has gone, yeah. don't we? We, we, we? That's what we say. But actually, if an offer comes in for Morris, I hope not, because he's for me, he's keys yeah. for us to keep. But it could end up being that if no offer comes in for Styles or Hellick, we have no choice but to keep them. The problem with that, though, is does that mean then that they're going to put everything into club, which they didn't last season, not many players did, 
are they going to have that motivation to think, well, I've got to make it work to keep me international Well, they should, they should, get, really, because personal up? pride, but also the fact that they play for Barnsley, and whatever they play for Barnsley, they should play for the shirt. They should do. Me, personally, maybe it's my character, but I think it's a Barnsley trait, to be honest. After last season, I'd be desperate to put it right. I'd be actually gutted if I had to leave because I know there's, you know, it's not as black and white as that. You know, sometimes if you get offered, you've kind of got no choice in some ways. But for me, I'd be desperate to put that shirt back on and say, you know what, I'm going to prove to everybody who criticised me last season, I'm going to prove to fans that I'm going to have got players it. There that they and as Michael does say, if they're not going to leave sweat on shirt, then they can go. go. So end of days, it's, it's set his stall out. Yeah. If they don't want to play, and I think most players... Looking at it uh, at workshop, they've got smiles on the face. They were happy, and and they warmed down at half time. They were they must have been done about fifteen twenty across beach to warm down. So they're working hard, and I think they want to prove a point. Yeah. They want and to play, and I said about when we got promoted in ninety seven, ninety six, ninety seven, Premiership. Look what happened there with Winnie. It got all young lads coming through, didn't didn't he? And look what we got now. We've got lads coming through who's Barnsley through and through, and they'll play for town. They I, want to play for I, town. I think if you look at Cheltenham last season, they were one of the fittest teams in their league, and they played as a team, they played as a unit. So if he can bring that, because let's face it, he didn't inherit any bad players. I think there were players that, that had been badly managed, and therefore we didn't get the best out of them. And, and you know, we talked about styles, you could talk about Britain. Britain, we kept saying, that's where the money is. That's where your money is next season. And then... A, a, a poor choice of manager twice over in one season and the confidence is gone and they're just almost thing unable. The thing with Britain was, yeah, he, he, he had a bad season, same as they all did last season. The one thing that sort of sticks in my throat with Britain is when he came out and said them few things and his attitude, his attitude just didn't seem right to me. But was that just frustration? Because if you go back to Maybe the Corey so. comments, I think I'd be similar yeah. to him, if I'm honest. If I was in a situation where I felt the gaffer wasn't leading me in the way that was helping us to be successful, I think I'd want to say something, because the criticism goes to the players a lot of the time, yeah, as true. well as the gaffer. Yeah, as fans we do, don't we? Because you go and watch the team, you clap the team. Um, the, the comment was early on last season when he says, you know, we, we need more training on this. I've never heard a professional footballer in a post-match interview saying we need more training on this. Yeah. That, you know, that will, of course... But that's, that's by the by now, isn't it? I am so happy that we've got a manager. Not because he's Northern Irish or he speaks English, but he has experience. He's one of, you'll know, El, is he one of the only people to have played in all eight leagues of, of English football? Yeah. So he's got experience in Two clubs, in all. like Steve yeah. says, is, that's loyalty yeah. that you don't see in football. And it's a three-year contract as well. Yeah. I, I mean, we're all in this together. And it's fans, the club, the town, the players. And... They've connected us all, and this is what we want. This is all we want as Barnsley fans, to see the players go out there and give 110%. When Stendhal come and Chris Stern, I watched the first training session, and Bobby Assel was showing him round, and Chris Stern come to me, what should we expect? And I just said to Chris Stern, give 110%, win, lose or draw, and the Barnsley public and fans will be behind you. That's all we ever want as fans. Yeah, And I said similar to, to Nirab and, um, and, you know, uh, to, to Juliet as well when I met them I said like you know transparency open communication if it's bad news 
Just tell us honestly that it's yeah. bad news. We can take it. We're not expecting. We don't expect miracles to be fair at Barnsley or you know. Barnsley folk spend millions, have gone so. through some dark yeah. times in oh, history yeah. with yeah. minor strike. Everything else, we we can take yeah. the fact that the shirts been, might be a bit yeah. longer or a player is leaving because he's been offered more uh, money. Yeah, just and, let us know. And just to come back on that, Nirav straight away. In fairness to him, full credit. Yeah, that's what he was like. I, you know, all the interviews he did. Yeah, well, we're going to be honest. We've got seven million. We're probably going to have to sell somebody. We're not going to have a fire sale, but we no. probably might have to yeah. sell if the right offer comes in. So already there's that transparency and honesty which I'm really liking from the new guys at the top and I think that's been a massive part in changing the mentality from will we even stay up next season is it going to be a real struggle again to actually you know what we could bounce straight back so last question then for this part and this is very important are we in favour in, 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 in an effort to create a better atmosphere oh well of putting time rather before the team comes out and the team coming out <laughs> to, to a stuff. big, big anthem. Um, my point of view has always been 10,000 people singing creates a better atmosphere than 10,000 people clapping. So I think Time Rider as an in-tunnel and then because the only thing the players hear when they come out of the tunnel is the away fans because they're so close. They don't hear us clapping. We clap. And I'm, I'm so in favour of an anthem that people sing that you said it when you're getting your pie because you're in the queue when you hear oh, I need to go, I need to sing. So Time Rider, stay or... Put back. It's a good anthem. It's great for an anthem, but I think it's past its sell-by date. Ooh. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Let us know in the comments, by the way, what you think to this. Do we stick with Time Rider or a song with some lyrics? Simply the best. Oh, okay. Steve, you see, we put some. We did a couple, didn't we? Mm. Uh, my choice, just because of the way it's. Because the thing with the thing with when they come out onto the pitch, you only ever listen to a song or, or the music for. A minute and a half, two minutes, if that. So you want something that's that's punchy and, and sort of straight into it. I picked Thunderstruck by ACDC because the start of that, if you heard that while you're buying your pie, you'd be straight up them steps. Wouldn't you, mate? Would you bring your pie, You're going to stick that up <laughs> your nose in a minute, aren't you? Headbanging Steve! Headbanging Steve! Right. Yeah. I know we're supposed to be finishing this little section so we can move on to, to round two of Red's Report versus uh, Run All Over, but I'm just going to throw it in there. What about a drum? <laughs> oh, stone off! Anyway. It was bad. No, it was bad enough. I'd leave it to that. No I way. really think a drum would no be brilliant. Way. Right, my argument is: listen to this. Blackpool last season, we all said Blackpool were the best fans at Oatwell and particularly at their place at Bloomfield yeah. Road. Yeah. yeah, they are the only team, to my knowledge, in the Championship that had a, have a drum. It's all right then. I'll be changing my seat in Ponty. I might go sit with Andy. Well, that's the thing. It depends where they sat. If they sat anywhere near me, not likely. No. <laughs> sit next to Joe. It's all right. Sit next to me. But I'm, 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 I'm a happy copper noisy. <laughs> but I think the whole point is, though, isn't it, that when they talk about us being the 12th man, I, I, you'll know, Joe, you'll know, Steve, you'll know. You go to some, and I know we don't like them, these other big teams in this area, but, you know, they have 20,000 people singing about a greasy chip butty. And look at the atmosphere it creates. You know, four million people out on the road are marching on together. Every home and away match or beanbag or whatever. You know. I'm, I'm just wondering if, if we have, let's say, 10,000 people at Oakwell, if, if half of them sing, so 5,000 people sing, that would drown out any clapping or any cheering from, from the away. So that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying we need to do away with Time Rider because I think it's an institution I just think is that the warm up to the teams coming well, it's out the, it's a downside the fact that where the players tunnel is it really is uh, look how it used to be when we stood up in Old Oakwell Aunt Rory stand when Clarkie's side come out at Old uh, yeah, Tunnel yeah. dugout 
in between West Stand and then stand in middle and put his leads and wave. But it there was be. atmosphere. But it it got be. all signs of Oakwell buzzing. Yeah. And there's no buzz when our players come out, is there? That, and, and, and that's where it lifts the players to provide yeah. a performance. <laughs> Do you think the atmosphere has gone downhill? I know we're again supposed to be finishing this little bit, but do you think the atmosphere has gone downhill in the last? Because I think I remember as a, I don't know if it's just because I was a teenager and I was one of the noisy rowdy bunch when I was in my teenage years. Still am a little bit, um, but I feel like it was always a lot better when I was growing up. I, I think it depends. First of all, on results. I think if they're not doing well, people. Um, often criticise, you know, the top corner of the Pontiac and all the young lads. But actually, they're the ones that keep all the songs. They normally start the chants and everything else, right? So I think you, you need you need a, a group just, of just people. Just to say, Alan sits there with them. Hold on, the young way. lad. Excuse me, I'm in that corner. Young lad, yeah. Yes. I was talking about you. <laughs> and and I think so. Results have a, a, a huge influence. If if you go a goal down after four minutes. People are not going to clap and sing. You, you need a group of people, don't you? But I think pre-match, and I, I love the idea of the flag waves. On the, and I know with COVID, they couldn't do that. I love, you know, flag in front of the East End, in front of the Ponty End, big flags on the pitch, people. I think it, it creates a little bit of a buzz. And I think that's where... It's, it's a bit like when you go, Steve, you go to the theatre. You go to the theatre. It's that anticipation before <laughs> the curtain the goes over. Oh, we're going well. to the theatre, can I just say? <laughs> 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 he likes a bit of ballet. Kate and I went and see 95 at Lamp Room on Wednesday. There you go. Yeah, but it's that anticipation before the curtain goes up. And apparently it just seems a bit like that piece of music plays and everybody sits. And, and there, there is no like, ah, finally, it's kick-off time. And I think that's where... Things could improve. You yeah, think I think COVID's had a bit yeah. of an impact oh, on yeah. that. Um, from empty stadium, then to people coming back into the stadium, um, maybe it's changed their point of view to a certain extent as to whether they want to be shouting. You know, I don't want to be spitting on anybody. I don't want anybody spitting on me. No, I'm, you know, joking aside. Oh, I love a bit of spit on back at Edwin. Well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so whether that whether that's something to do with it? Obviously, poorer results means less people go. But do you do like some clubs do that? If you've got a thousand tickets that you've not sold, give them to school kids. You know, they used to do that get, stage, that's what I mean. They used to. From do what it, I can get remember, them I went in. to I went to a meeting recently. I'm not, uh, it was kind of a discussions meeting, so it was nothing set in stone uh, with the club and a lot of you know the supporters groups. And it's definitely something that the club are looking at yeah. and very much Why on not? board with now. So yeah, and, I think and, and, that's one thing. To and it's not all negative. Happening. I think pre-match the fan zone with everything. I think that's that's really great, and that gets people to Oakwell. Maybe not inside Oakwell, but outside on the ground. I think that's really, really good. And that's a huge Can step in the right direction. Though, and this is purely my own personal opinion. If you need that to go to a football match, you shouldn't be going. I'm not being funny. If you can't have a couple of pints and then just sit, we are to pint for 45 minutes. To me, there's something wrong. Why do we want to be drinking instead? When we were leaving work, so Barnes fans were fighting amongst themselves, and you just said, Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is we talk about the atmosphere. We're all united, it's the football. Let's met Oakwell, a theatre of dreams. Just got to have a bit of self control, aren't you? That must be a theatre of dreams. Well, he. We're going Manchester United. No, no, he mentioned theatre. We go to theatre. We look. Other venues are available. So, part two, uh, Red Report versus Red All Over. Carlo, what you got on his list now? Come and, on, what well, are we doing? I, just before we go into any predictions, um, let's just talk about a couple of people that have left because we had an off-air discussion and I think it's, it's, it's quite good. Um, and I think something that Steve says we'll, we'll kick off with. Um, Romal Palmer signed for a, a 
Turkish club, second division, they got relegated. Can you pronounce it? No. The Turkish club. I, 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 can so, I bet they're delighted at that signing, aren't they? <laughs> um, Steve, Steve, just, Steve just said off air, uh, Romel Palmer got a brunt of criticism last season when the whole team played very, very poorly. Um, if you go back a couple of seasons, in fact, go on, tell you us again. When, when he played with Matty James, when Matty James was in, and people were saying, oh, keep Matty James, keep him, pay him whatever he wants. No, Ramal Palmer stepped up, and that season, he played really, really well in that middle of midfield. And I think, yeah, last season he were poor. Unbelievably poor in some games, but the abuse that he's got, I think, could have been shared out amongst another four or five players. It wasn't just him. And yeah, I mean, I wish him well, and, you know, he's gone to play in Turkey, that's fine. But I just don't... I, I, I just thought he had more to give, and I think Duff would have brought that out of him, same as he's supposedly going to do with Benson. Um, and I, I hope we haven't missed a trick. I know a lot of people say, oh, no, I'm glad he's gone, I'm glad he's gone. And if, if that's how it works out, that's fine, but I, I don't know if we've missed a trick with him. Do you think he's chosen to go, though, because obviously contract were up, so it was a two-way street in terms of decision, and him, he knows how much gone. stick fans give if him. If I were him, I would have gone, because the amount of abuse he's got, a bit like Mads Anderson got, when he first came, because let's face it, he were he was shocking. He was shocking for the first few, and it really brought him down as a player. But then he came back a season with no fans in ground, which for me made him player that he is. Well, Sobal, sorry, that, Steve, Sobal made him a player he is. I think today that's so. that, which experience, is that experience. That experience. And experience. experience. But when he came back, he came back that next season a better player. So people weren't on his back. We know being a professional footballer, you expect to get abuse. Because you do, that's just part and parcel at job. But I think sometimes people sort of get a bee in the bonnet and they just single one particular player out and it, it goes too yeah, far. I think my point on it, Steve, is I, I look at social media and like you say, that's always the worst Twitter particularly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've seen some real criticism of Palmer and I get it to an extent because he has been yeah. bad. But again, it goes back to that, you know, getting the right level and, and not going too far. Fans seem to just totally forget that against Coventry at the beginning of this uh, last season, when we beat him 1-0, when he came off, everybody was singing his name, yeah. cheering him. When he walked past Ponte, it was like this special moment of like yeah. recognising what he'd done the yeah. season before. Yeah. Just goes to show all football fans, they're just fickle, aren't we? We're just fickle. Yeah. So Hollywood are up for it best. So the other one then is the enigma that is Victor Adebayejo. Um Contract offered to him... I've heard, but obviously, well, we don't know where he's staying, going. Rumours of Portsmouth and another. Your view then, Victor Adebayejo, is League One a, a, a good place for him to just go back or has his ship sailed and he needs regular football maybe somewhere else? Well, he's a, he's a, he's a work, I think he's a workhorse. I think we know that. I think we know he's, he's the sort of guy, like any of us four sat here, anybody watching this as a fan, would... You know, he's got an attitude to put everything into being a footballer. You know, I hear stories of him staying late in training. We see it when he goes on the pitch. He does do everything he can. He's not the most naturally talented, and his first touch from me has oh, got to work on that. Shit, it's yeah. very, very poor. Yeah. Um, so, is it the right time to move on? I feel like with Victor, it feels like every season we're saying this is Victor's season. Yeah. He just needs to get that consistency to his game, impact games more, and he'll get there. And it never seems to happen. So, I don't know, maybe a fresh uh, challenge. He, he's a powerhouse, isn't he? He's a yeah. powerhouse. Well, he's a, he's a and to be honest, he's a unit. He put League One defenders under pressure. Yeah. But it's his touch. Uh, he got that what a great goal he got at Derby. Uh, yeah, and Arnold, you know, yeah. he, he come yeah. on. What it's he has got it. He, he has got it. He's got again. the ability, but I think it's mental as well as a, a physical. Is aspect. it a lack of game time? 
It may be. It could be because he hasn't played. Let's face it. It's it's very rare he'll he'll start, or if he does start, he's usually one that gets subbed off. Um, I mean, you could say he's not really had a running team, but there's one or two that you could. I mean, well, Patrick Smith, love him or hate him or whatever, never really got a running team as such. So it. I think under Val, when we played three up front and we had uh, five substitutions or six, whatever it yeah. was, they were we had six strikers, didn't we? So they probably got more game time now. I think it's probably the lack of game time because that's when you perform, that's when you learn the most against opposition. And if you get that 10 minutes here and then you wait four weeks and then you get 10 minutes, you never really develop. I mean, a big problem last season for me was the consistency. With the two gaffers, Poya and with Marcus Shot, they didn't have a consistent team for the no, majority of the season. The so the problem is, is how, can you get a, how can you get momentum as a player if you're not playing every week? And, no, and, 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 and we've got five subs this season as well, haven't we? Yeah. So then again, we're inverting back under Val so we can rotate, if we've got them, six strikers. Yeah. Fresh. Would you say keep or go? Go. Go. And I think for him to go, because I think he'll... Tarnish his name don't sound very... I don't know how else to put it. I think there's a footballer in there, I think, but maybe at another club where he gets an opportunity from the start and regular football... He'll become who he thinks he can be, and I don't think that's that's a bad thing. I think he needs regular playtime, and uh, yeah. he's not going to get that at Oakwell. I really want to see him become the footballer I think he yeah, can be. He deserves and I'm desperate it. Desperate for him to success. He's, he's a great lad. I want to yeah. follow him. I want to see what he does, and yeah. he could become a, a, a good striker. He's one of the nice guys in the team. Always has time to talk to people. Works very, very, very hard. And I think now he needs to grab whoever is willing to give him that opportunity to be that first name on the team sheet. Because I think that's what he needs and that's when he'll become... And I think I remember when he had his uh, first outing for us, met his daddy, were at Coventry. Uh, When Jacob Brown had his first start as well at Coventry City. Last time in League One. Yeah, Best for all parties, I think we've all agreed on that point around Vic to to move on, but wishing him the best. So this is where the the fun starts, I suppose. Um, (laughs) But but, but, but we'll go around the table. Um, Just a couple of predictions, Al. So first of all, final league position for Barnsley FC this season, League One. Listening to Duff, um, watching him last week and seeing effort last put in, I mean, I did say uh, on our show that I couldn't see us bouncing back for a few seasons. But then we've got Michael Duffin, uh, the attitude of the club's changed, and I can't see why we can't uh, get in top six and possibly automatic promotion in second place. Very good. Top goal scorer. I'll do them all and then we'll, we'll move to Joe. Top goal scorer. Well, if he stays, uh, to be honest, Carlton Morris. Yeah. Um, where does the FA Cup run finish for Barnsley? Wembley? Or maybe way, way, way before? Uh, <laughs> you get confused oh, with Johnson's oh, Bay slash pizza. I'm going to be honest here. Hopefully, my birthday is on 26th of January, so we always play it fourth round on my birthday. So hopefully, I can have an FA Cup game on my birthday, so fourth round. You know we start in round two this season. Don't we? <laughs> it's and next week, isn't it? Oh, no, we start in November, I know that. <laughs> November, I think. Uh, Papa John's Trophy. We, what they call it these days? Papa oh, John's oh, Trophy, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in it with... Johnson's paint. Is it, is oh, it, sorry, it, that's past, oh, Other, pe- other pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> is it... I'm not thinking... We've got Newcastle on the 23s. Uh, the Ironman? And the other teams, Joe, Donny and Lincoln. Donny and Lincoln. Yeah. So that's that's the sort of you know uh, group phase that we're in. Where does that finish? Do we do we get out of that group? Oh, we'll get out of the group. No problem on that. We'll probably go to Wem- uh, Wembley South again. How strong is that brew? Don't you? I have no idea. <laughs> well, the drinks are available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, blaming, I'm blaming Hazy Jane. Hazy Jane. Um, and uh, last tour for you, Ellen. First of all, final points, Stelly. <clears throat> oh, good question. 
And nicked them from another podcast. Other podcasts, yeah, to, be, to be honest, we didn't do well last season. I'm hoping it's 70s. Right, and um, who will be crowned the player's player of the year? Well, there's only one if he stays, and that's Helic. But if not, Helic, Mads. Yeah. Joe, oh I'm um, nervous about this, because after <laughs> last season... What, 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 I, what I suggest we do is... Uh, prior to the final game of the season, whether it be Wembley or whatever, we come back here <laughs> and we watch this back and we it look back. If, I'm, if I've got it close, this time. <laughs> well, just to give you a little bit of history lesson, if you, if you just read report, you, you don't watch our show. Two seasons ago, when we got fifth, I predicted we'd finish sixth. So suddenly I thought I was a master predictor. <laughs> I thought I'd be dinner. Last season, I predicted we'd finish Second, not second bottom. <laughs> second, we finished bottom. So let's see how you do this then. So first of all, at final league position, Joe. I think if you'd have asked me a month ago, I'd have probably said about twelfth. Um, I don't think we're in risk of relegation. Um, touch wood. <laughs> um, uh, but now, obviously, Michael Duff's come in. Obviously, renewed optimism. New guys at the top, in um, you know Julianne, Jean, and um, Nirav. The club feels like it's moving in the right direction again. I think that there's a lot of big clubs in there, so it is going to be a bit more, a bit more tricky. Yeah, but yeah. look at Rotherham again; it's it's similar. We're very similar in that regard. We seem to go up, uh, then we get you know we have a bad season, we get relegated, but it doesn't seem to deter us from getting back up there. So I actually do think again we will finish in the playoffs at the very least. Pretty good. I'm going to say uh, fourth. Fourth. Fourth at the moment. We'll see if we sign anybody else. <laughs> and I might tweak that, but fourth. Top goal scorer. Cal Morris. If he stays, Cal Morris. Uh, FA Cup run, where does it finish? <laughs> Wembley. <Round one>. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that something you think he'll he'll prioritise these cups over ultimate? I, I, I highly doubt it. I mean, we've got to get back to the championship. If we're in the championship or having a decent season, you can say actually, you know what? If we're not going to get promoted, we're not. We're looking fairly safe in relegation. We could probably have a good cup run. Nah, I think depending on who we draw. FA Cup, do we come in round, what round are we coming in now in League One? No, one. I don't even know. Round <laughs> one, round. first round, probably round three maybe if we're lucky, probably get Man City and get beat 10-0. Papa John's trophy. Oh, we're going to win that. <laughs> Put the champagne on ice. That's the only thing I'm going to agree We're going to Wembley twice, there we go, we're going to win that. That's our, that's our trophy, uh, Wembley, uh, Oakwell South, sorry. Final points tally. So we're finishing, what did you say, fourth? On fourth. how many points? Well, blow my neck, now you're making me maths. I don't do maths, Carlo. I don't do maths. Uh, what will that be? What will I need between about 85? I think there's some attempt here, I'd have thought. I'll go 81. 81. And uh, who will be crowned player's player of the year? Mads, because he's just a nice guy and everybody likes him. <laughs> and he'll play Nothing, well as well. Nothing wrong with he's that. Gonna be, he's going to play well. <laughs> right. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself for this one. <laughs> Steve. Yes. Final league position, please. Top ten. Oh, well, whoa, whoa, Steve. Steve, have we got a DJ? Here's your top ten count. I'll tell you what, if he gets any nearer with that, I'll be swallowing it. It'll be like a porn <laughs> film. We, we, need, we need an exact position. An exact position. Yeah. Yeah. Show, Steve, Does top ten not... not just, no. Well, no. <laughs> you know what? We're not. I don't think we will now that Duff's in. Signings are coming in. I don't think we are in danger of relegation. Like Joe says, there's some big sides in first division. It's like champ. It's a really, really difficult league to get out of. I think if we can use this season to consolidate, get players in, get young'uns firing, get a bit of identity back, and get a style of play back, because we went to the style of play for nearly well season, season and a half. Um, when I said top ten, I'd like to say playoffs, but I'm going to think. I think just outside, I'm going to go eighth. 
Very good. Top goal scorer. We haven't signed him yet. We <laughs> <laughs> have not signed him yet. Alfie no. okay. <laughs> Who knows? Could be, but I think we are, like we said earlier on, we need a 15, 20 goal striker. We've been saying this for the last 10 years that this is the sort of striker we want. And I think now is the time. Yeah, Carl Morris, he needs somebody to play off, uh, or he needs somebody to play off him as well. And I just don't think we've signed him yet. I think he's, he's yet to come. Yet to come. A fake up run, where does it finish for Barnsley? Um, nice non league early one. Then second round will be perhaps another first to second division side. And then Man City, Liverpool, Man U at home. <laughs> nice finish. Good night out. That'll do for me. Through to the next round. <laughs> no. Well, you never know, dear. But no, I'd, I'd take that. I'd take that this season. It's it's not a priority, is it? Let's be honest. Good FA Cup run is always nice. Brings a few few quid into bank. But if it can get through to big boys coming in, I ain't I ain't got a problem with that. Make a bit more. What about the Papa John's trophy? Oh, we'll win that, no doubt. No doubt. No. Oh, twice. We like Papa John's. Although I do like Pete's Rut as well. <laughs> uh, final points, Dolly. More than Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do for me, Steve. I'll, sit, I'll sit, leave it at that. Eh? Leave it at that. More than Wednesday. Player of the year. Um, interesting. I like Mads. I do like Mads. Do you know what? If Benson gets his potential and fulfils his potential that Duff says he can, he could be the revelation this year quite easily. Herbie Kane. We've always said Herbie Kane is a good first division Midfielder, we've not seen it yet. We to be honest, we we've not seen. I think he got player at season at Oxford. Yeah, he got player at season. So I think it could be one of them. But yet again, maybe we've not signed him yet. There's time. There's that's time a, for this. A lot of mystery in this, this these predictions, will, Steve. Do he, I know something that nobody else, else does? Oh, look into my <laughs> no, not Is it my turn to ask you? Yeah, go on then. That's why you passed me a phone. Right then, what we're reckoning to, uh, where are we at? What do you first predictions? Final league position? Uh, eighth. Okay. Oh, I'll go ninth then. I'll go ninth. I'll go ninth. I think we'll finish top ten. I think secretly the club is looking. I, I don't think there's any expectation to go up. It is a difficult league. I think top half, but I think we'll do a little bit better than that. So I'll go nine. See, this is why we get called happy clappers and we're in the happy clapper club at Red All Over. And you I know, I've, just, no, but you know what? You want to come to the party when we promote. <laughs> no, I, I just... Oh, I'll say we get promoted. I just think the club's going in the right direction. We've seen it. When things are going well behind the scenes, things go well on the pitch. Last season, we had the opposite. I just feel that tide is turning again. And a lot of the players we were maybe disappointed with last season, I think, uh, if they're still there, will we'll prove us wrong and show what they can. So, I'll go ninth. Top goal scorer? Devante Cole. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. I just... Now, the only reason I'm going Devante Cole, I think Carlton Morris will be the one probably targeted by opposition uh, because he is, you know, the, the big name. Um... I think he works incredibly hard, but I think he'll be, he'll become the provider. And for now, I, I, I haven't seen much of Agentson or, or, or anybody else. I just think, looking at the, the couple of friendlies we've played, I just wonder if level one is that entrance level for Devontae Cole to just show Wait, what he, he can do. He knows how to fight back at net, doesn't he? But yeah, it's yeah. just consistency. And purely because you all went Morris, I thought, I'll, I'll do different. I might look really good come May. 
It's just good to prove that you don't listen to me because I didn't say Morris, did I? No, I didn't. They might not sign another striker, then you're out. Well, I'll have to pick somebody else if you know what. To be fair, what we've done, Steve, because you've not picked anybody specific, we've put you down for Obi Alari if we don't sign another striker. So that's okay. Who's that? Hold on. It means I'll only melt him so he might only get half a season with us. He's same as Phil Gridlet, God. Yeah, you see. Everybody knows about him. What are you reckoning to FA Cup run then, Carlo? I think we'll leave. We'll play sort of. Is it middle of January, like you said, and that that will be when we leave. I think we'll win the first two rounds, but we get a big name, big night at Oakwell. Everybody no, goes on clapping. Too many cups. Too many we cups. We've only got five minutes we're, we're on not, tape, we're, not, we're not bothered about Dana. We're not bothered about Carabao. It's yours. I'm and and all their energy. We're playing Middlesbrough. We've accepted yeah. defeat. And, and <laughs> all, all their energy drinks are available. Papa John's. Ooh, I'm just getting hungry. I'm just thinking about pizza now. Uh, where do you think we're going to do, though? Are we, are we Wembley twice? Or once, if we don't get See, I, I could do really tactical and say no, and then I completely oh, opposite. Yeah. But I honestly think we'll, I think we'll do well in it. I really, really do. I think, might not make it to Wembley, but we'll make it to this, like the, what if it is, rounds, I don't know how many rounds it is. So, uh, no, we'll not make it to Wembley, but we'll go out just before. But we'll go really far. Final points, Tally. 79. 79, and not finishing the playoffs. That's, nope. that's quite high, isn't it? So I think if you look at the teams um, in the division, Derby, I think, is now they've take over is confirmed, and you know, they'll. I think you look at Derby, you look at that club just further down the road, Hillsborough. <coughs> yeah, massive, that one. Massive, massive, massive. 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 You look at, yeah, you look at Portsmouth. I think there's a lot, a lot of big teams in this league. Um, but yeah, 79 points. Player of the season or players player of the season, I think we've been doing. Um, I'm going to go for Kundi at the back. Kundi? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good chat. We don't know what to expect from I, him. I don't know. The first thing, I don't know if you do the same. When we sign a player, I always go and look at what the club where he came from, what their fans are saying. And they're saying, fantastic player, really agile, really good in the air, just didn't get a chance. That's a little bit the same with some of the players that we let go. Adebayejo, for instance. So I just think, presuming Halleck will go, yeah. you know, um, he had his eye on him when he was at Cheltenham. I just think he'll be a really good fit. Just got a feeling about him. So, yeah. I've got one for us all. What do you think of the football club signing a player called Connor McCarthy? Connor McCarthy. We've got a shirt with McCarthy on one of our greatest players and Connor one of our other. I mean, that's a marketing success. I think the football club are just teasing us with Connor and Northern Ireland. Isn't that a marketing (laughs) success? It would be if we had any shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get into Shirtgate. If we're starting Shirtgate, I'm going to start yet again. Lettergate on end at Pontefract. Why don't they paint them? Bloody uh, yeah, letters. have you seen it's it? Uh, Barnsley Football Club at the front as you go into the car park. It's the not been pa- painted for five, six years, and I bang on about it every year. It, it, Just paint, give me some paint. We're starting a campaign. Paint, paint for Steve. We've, we've been best mates for a long time. When I was SLO, he emailed me. He could have just said it in the book. He emailed me and said, can you just well, perform well, we can sort it. They've been, and, uh, They've been painting others like Rex. So, yeah. so oh, well. we'll get, get step like mine, health and safety. They, they need oysters. We'll do it at night when nobody's looking. <laughs> <laughs>
Right, so it's your turn then. Get your predictions in. Let us know what you think to the season. Uh, we want to find out if you agree with us or if you disagree with us in the comments. Uh, this has been uh, Red All Over versus Red Report. Guys, it's been an absolute honour to, to be here with you. In it's the been shining, uh, Garrison, in town. Yeah, can, can, we, can we make a date that towards the end of the season or maybe halfway after Christmas, we revisit where we are with our Christmas player special. predictions? Christmas special, we put Christmas hats on. <laughs> That's a date. That's a date, Lance. There's always alcohol involved. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to dress as an elf, Steve, uh, yeah, yes. we can make that happen. That's the, that's the agreement. Yeah, with the uh, elfies. No, uh, no. All joking aside, um, really, really, really enjoyed it. I think it's also a point of proof that it don't matter if there's five podcasts, you know, YouTube channels. These, we're just fans of the club, taking it to that little stage further, putting our own time in, and it is exhausting. Isn't it? It's not just sitting here and talking and done because you need to do the editing and everything else. So I always enjoy uh, watching you guys. Um, I think it's great. You can listen to something where people have different opinions. It's not just the nodding dogs at the front, because you're not. You might get accused of it, but I don't think you are. You're not afraid to say, this is not right or that's not right. And I think that's the voice of the fans, isn't it? So... Thank you very much for enjoying, uh, for having us. We had a lovely breakfast. Did you? I <laughs> <actually> didn't. <laughs> and looking yeah, forward to the season. You guys, like you know, it's, I like yeah, listening to you uh, on audio boom and that, and uh, seeing uh, footage of uh, Steve in your kitchen. You know what I mean? It's, but you, you do have breakfast <laughs> down and then. Get, then I get worried when you're that close together in your kitchen. I'm saying nothing. We're going to have to go soon because because uh, uh, Steve's belly's rumbling that loud. We can hear it on mic, so we're going to have to we're going to have to go. But it's been a pleasure. Uh, can't wait for the seasons to start now, guys. Wishing you all the best with the podcast. Same Make to you. Make sure you check it out if you if you're uh, watching us on YouTube. Go and check it out. Where the, where can people find it? Um, just if you if you go to Twitter and look for Red Report underscore, you find us there. Audio boom forward slash the Red Report. Find us there. And for us, if you are listening to the podcast, you can find us red all over slash all over town, which is uh, obviously the Barnsley one where we talk more about Barnsley generally. Um, on YouTube, just type in red all over. Cheers, la- cheers, cheers guys. You're in. Nice one. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.